I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? and welcome to an absolutely jubilant for the love of Paul McGrath podcast here for our post-match pod right on the final whistle for Aston Villa versus West Ham. Aston Villa 4, West Ham 1. Um, what a game of football. Aston Villa were absolutely sensational today. I think Aston Villa were absolutely sensational today. 10-minute patch or so for, for West Ham where they got their jam bag of a goal, as fluky goal as you'll see. Um, but Aston Villa, I thought, were really, really good today. Absolutely brilliant. And we'll get to it. We'll, we'll try and dissect it and go down through it, uh, incident by incident, goal by goal, and so on. But first of all, I suppose I just want to say one little thing, and that is this team means business. This team means business. I spoke about this before before the, um, the game in the pre-match and uh, the team sheet tantrum. And I said that, you know, Aston Villa, West Ham, Brighton and all those consider themselves the best of the rest. Aston Villa have gone and demolished, demolished Brighton and demolished West Ham. Aston Villa are a serious bit of gear. And I've no problem huffing my own farts here. Like, I've absolutely no problem with that. Because you need to be able to celebrate the big days. You need to be able to celebrate the big results. You need to be able to celebrate results against bloody good teams. Yes, we've had some poor ones against Liverpool and and Newcastle, but they feel like a million years ago. They feel like a million years ago, the way the team is playing right now. I'm looking at a wonderful man on TV here, Douglas Luiz. Just uh, uh, like, what a fantastic performance from him today. Ran the midfield from start to finish, got two goals, was unlucky for maybe two more. That one where he Forced a brilliant save from the goalkeeper uh, in the first half, that curling effort. The man is a classist. The man is a real, real good footballer. Uh, and that's an understatement. In this, in this system and in this team, Douglas Luiz is absolutely excellent. He's just excellent. That's, that, that's just what he is. He's, he's, he is made for this, for this system. 
And thankfully, and thankfully he's ours. Because uh, what he did today was nothing short of excellent throughout the whole lot of the game. Um, we'll get on to his goals and so on in, in, in a second. But um, I still want to wax lyrically about the team. The team was set up absolutely perfectly. We worried about the the bully boy tactic potential that might happen, um, you know, with not having Diego Carlos in there. Top how Torres was excellent today. Thought he was absolutely excellent. Thought Konza, Konza is excellent. Konza is a man. <clears throat> I look for people to stand up in the absence of Tyrone Mings. Ezri Konza has stood up. Absolutely stood up in the absence of Tyrone Mings and has been absolutely brilliant. I, I that that back four, back four were were excellent today. Absolutely excellent. Midfield were excellent. Striking partnership were excellent. Everybody was excellent. It was just a really good performance today. Albeit that jammy goal, you know, that speculative shot clips off someone's heel. I can't remember who it was, and then just spins into the back of the net. Just one of those ones that you can't account for. Um, I have a very happy man, and I hopefully his internet connection is going to be okay uh, to get on here. But Paddy Kelly, live from Birmingham, walking down the street after that, Paddy, how does it feel to beat West Ham 4-1? Please tell me you can hear me. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you now. I can hear I you know now hear with a throng of Aston Villa fans behind you. Yeah, I can hear you too. How fucking mad! I think there's a massive delay. How fucking, how fucking amazing is our club? Excellent. I'm rushing. That's good. I'm rushing because I'm trying to get to the airport. So I'm rushing. Well, how fucking amazing are we? How amazing are we? We were fucking awesome today. But for that one little blip, that one goal. Fucking love this club, love this team. Absolutely amazing, buzzing. Excellent, Paddy. Paddy, I'm just going to let you talk for for and a while, just because. Him. Yeah, I know you probably can't hear me now, but uh, I think we've basically just summed it up there. If you can hear me, I'm going to let you talk unadulterated for uh, for a period of time, and then you can go and catch your plane. But I just don't know if you can hear me at the moment. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I think he's gone. I think his reception has let him down. I'm going to remove you. Paddy pretty much said it all. Paddy is absolutely jubilant. He's catching a plane back to Ireland there. And uh, he's, uh, as I say, there was a throng of Villa fans there as he was walking underneath the the, the Trinity. And um, 
I think every Aston Villa fan is really going to enjoy that today. They're going to walk into work tomorrow with their chest puffed out, and uh, in long and and so they should because Aston Villa are two points off the top of the Premier League football table, two points off the off the top of the table, albeit only after nine games played. With two points, we're what uh, a third, a, a quarter of the season through, we're in fifth place, which is currently a Champions League position, um, potentially. Um, we've ten, we've a plus ten goal difference. Um, like we're, we're Spurs have are, are yet to play, but we're only one point behind Spurs, one point behind Liverpool, one point or two points behind Arsenal, two points behind City, and three points ahead of Newcastle, who spanked us in the opening day of the season. So. It's it, it's a testament, I suppose, to not getting too lows in the loan. But I, I know the saying is not get to too low, not to get too low in the lows, and not get too high in the highs. But at the end of the day, you know, we live for wins. Aston Villa Football Club will live for wins. Villa Villa fans live for wins, and we should really enjoy this today, just like we should have enjoyed the six goals against Brighton, just like we should have even enjoyed the one-one against Wolves. Yes, it would have been great to have a two-one. Put it this way. Ollie Watkins doesn't hit the butt of the post with his header in the in the tenth minute of added time, and Villa are top of the table tonight. But look, that's the way football goes. We're 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 sitting pretty. We're in fifth place. We've got a we've got a game against Alkmaar during the week, and uh, every single person associated with Aston Villa Football Club should have a beaming smile ear to ear like a Cheshire cat, and be really really happy with the work that they've put in there today over the last two weeks, over the last five months since the league finished in in May last year because Aston Villa have really come back. They've come back strong. Yes, they had their little blips. We've lost four starting players and we're still able to 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 win and win impressively. It's not like we're smashing grabbing these teams. We're winning, we're beating teams like Brighton, beating teams like uh like like West Ham, six six by uh, scoring six goals and scoring four goals. This is exciting football and every Aston Villa fan should just put their arms out and just hug this because this is real football. It's not flash in the pan stuff. It's real football. It's exciting and it's something that I certainly am here for into the future. I am going to come to some of your comments because there's 109 of them there. Um, and I'm, go- I'm going to flick through them, so apologies if I don't read everybody's comments. Uh, yes, uh, Melty Shirts. Melty Shirts, I still haven't read your email. I'm so sorry. I I will read it directly after this podcast tonight. I do apologize, and I'll get back to you straight away. But uh, if anybody is looking for actually some cool uh, football shirts, Melty Shirts is the man to go to. Give him a look. Some of them, there's some really, really cool stuff there. There's some cool Paul McGrath stuff there as well. But he said, he says that Torres really looking more comfortable in the system, uh, game to game. I thought today he looked really good, and I was suspicious of him. And not suspicious, but you know, I think everybody was worried about maybe Antonio sitting on him and and the physical nature of Antonio's game. But Paul Torres did really, really well today. Absolutely excellent. Um, but, uh, shooting tweet says Bailey smashed it. Bailey was brilliant when he came on. Albeit he was only on for however many minutes. Uh, he came on in, what? I'm looking here, 76 minutes. His goal was an absolute banger. He's run then directly afterwards uh, and passed the ball into Watkins. That run, that bit of that jink, that that little bit of a uh, bit of trickery. I thought Bailey was excellent when he came on. Um, and then Yuri Tielman's obviously getting the assist for, for that Bailey goal uh, as well. Great to see two substitutes come on and really 
you know, um, put put a put an exclamation mark in the end of our win today at four one. Um, really great stuff. Shows the hunger in this team. Shows the hunger in this squad. Shows the confidence in this squad. Um, yes, we've been harsh on Yuri Tielemans. We've been harsh on Leon Bailey on this podcast before. We haven't been. I don't. I don't feel we've been overly harsh at times. But we've yes, we've criticised and we have we've 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 mentioned when when they've had poor games. But we're also going to turn around and say when those two guys came on today, they played like their hair was on fire. They played like they. Loved the loved the system that they were in. They played like they mean, meant business, and they played like Aston Villa players. An absolute round of applause for the two of those guys as well, because it's it's difficult. It's difficult to be a big name player in in in, in both their cases. Uh, a big big money signing in your in uh, Leon Bailey's case, and to have to settle for a bench role at times can be difficult. But when, if you if you're going to be coming on in in the 76th minute and the 85th minute respectively, and you're going to be treading passes through like you did there and banging them into the back of the net like Leon Bailey did, well, then I think everybody's going to be happy with their day's work uh, from that point of view. So fair play to those two guys. Um, I'm going to go uh, through a couple of more comments there as well. James D says, cash for man of the match. Anyone agree? Uh, I think Douglas Louise is probably going to be man of the match on every single publication for his performance. But... I think uh, Maddie Cash had a really good game as well too. Um, where else are we? Where else are we? I'm just scrolling down through here. Rich Richard Edwards says Unai is a freaking legend, and I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, um, I'm so. I have four weeks off with my little boy, Noah. Four weeks off work, so be prepared for scouting series podcasts and every kind of nonsense content coming in the next four weeks. I have four weeks off work to look after my my, my little lad. Uh, and I'm seriously considering because he's because uh, my partner's going back to work. So I'm taking four weeks off and parents leave to look after him. But I'm seriously considering someday just walking into the registry office and changing his name by deed poll to Unai. It's great. I can say it's, I can say this in the podcast because she doesn't listen, so she'll never find out. But uh, yeah, so if I if I'm holding up a piece of paper uh, in about two weeks' time uh, after changing my son's name, um, well then, uh, well then we'll see. But he is an absolute legend, and I am. He's an absolute legend, I think for sure. Um, oh, Rachel, good, good comment here. I think McPhee is trying new things, and it's a good thing. That that free kick routine in the first half was absolutely like. It was cool to watch. Yeah, it didn't work out. Yeah, it, it didn't work out. And to be honest with you, when the ball came to Kamara, if Kamara just turned and swung a left-footed, it, he would have planted it in the back of the net because the keeper was over at one side of the goal and there was absolutely no one in front of him. But he laid it back to McGinn because that was the choreographed route of it. But it it's cool to see stuff like that. And, you know, the next time you get a free kick, because we don't have good free kick takers. Albeit, I, I, I did text one of my mates and said, Dean is going to ping this in the top corner from here. Um... Uh, but and maybe Luca Dean is, is is probably the best free kick taker that we do have, but not from that distance. But if you don't have a good free kick taker and you've got some free kick routines, and even if they don't come off, defenses are going to start wondering and going, "What the hell? Are they, what, what madness are they going to do next?" And I'm okay with that. I'm I, I'm okay with that. We don't score enough. Like they talk about our set piece statistics um, in 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 game, but they never actually mentioned what they were. And I was hoping they would mention what they were or what statistics they were referring to. And um, we don't maybe we don't score enough from 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 set pieces. Certainly not from corners anyway. But from a free kick routine like that, there's nothing really to be lost other than look potentially if we passed it to a West Ham player and they had booted up the field and chipped Martinez from inside their own half we'd all be screaming here but the likelihood of that happening is very very slim 
But if you don't have a free kick taker, what I'm getting at, if you try a routine like that and a bit of trickery, it keeps defenses on their toes, keeps them wondering. And uh, and yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. If if you don't have a David Beckham or, J- or uh, James Ward-Prowse, then try something. That's that's my view on it. Um, where else are we? Uh, Melty Shirts, thank you so much. He says, loving Unai's Villa. Torres, Luis, and Kanza all top-notch today. Hopefully a good win in Europe. And then win the league, I guess. Well, why not? We're... We, we're we're up there a quarter of the season in and we're two points behind uh behind the league leaders so um why not go and, and have a good rattle off the league i'm just watching a beautiful man here as well ali watkins or oliver of watkins um goal and an assist today probably should have had two goals today but uh we're not gonna not gonna complain over that his goal now his goal was hit we've a word for what his how hard he kicked that ball and I'm just watching it here now. We've a word for how hard he kicked that ball. And to be honest with you, he sat Kurt Zuma down with that step over. And by the way, Watkins is a, one of my mates text me to say Watkins is an anagram of cat wins. And Kurt Zuma, I thought cat with a K that is. I thought that was quite witty at the time. And now once it's come out of my mouth, I'm not quite sure. So we'll see as I get down through the comments to see if it was actually witty. But the he hit that ball so hard. How we would describe that is he hit it a fong. That's how we would describe it here in Ireland. That is an indeterminable speed. Um, when you kick something or you hit something at an indeterminable speed, it is considered a fong. So uh, fair play to him. Stuck it in the top corner. Confidence wickedly high for Golly Watkins at the minute. Aston Villa's main man, coming off a brilliant season previously, in rapid form at the moment with his hat-trick against Brighton. Um, goal against... Um, Chelsea, wasn't it? And a goal again today. I think I looked at it and he's got five goals and three assists in his last four games, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which is absolutely brilliant for him. Brilliant for him for anybody. Uh, so well done, Ali Watkins. Obviously a goal against uh, against Australia as well. Recall to the England team. We know he's a confidence player. We know, we know he, we just, we don't want him to have any more children because of that whole, that, that old joke that, that, that he doesn't score just directly after he, he, he has kids. But uh, he's absolutely doing the business now and Aston Villa should be really proud that they've signed him up to that deal. Remember, We've signed him up to that long-term deal. And I sent a, I sent, I put out a tweet a couple of weeks ago saying he was cheap at half the price for what we signed him based on what his goal-scoring record was. And I shared top goal scorers in the Premier League over the last uh, over the last few years. Ollie Watkins is cheap for the price we have him at, regardless of what, what's been mentioned, um, considering the, the other players in the Premier League that are, have a lesser scoring rate um, or comparable scoring rate than Ali Watkins at the moment. So well done to Ali Watkins. I see him there with Dean Smith being uh, talking. The two guys obviously have a bromance from Brentford, brought him to Aston Villa. Just two really good guys. Dean Smith, I'd say, is, his face is going to crack from smiling. He's smiling so hard here, talking to Ali Watkins, and you love to see it. Smith, lovely guy, great man. Got the whole ball rolling with Aston Villa, and I love seeing him back on the sideline there as well. Um, talking about D- Douglas Louise, I haven't spoke about either of the two his two goals. We'll start with the penalty first. I thought that was a penalty all day long. Um, there was a lot of discussion from Carragher and, and uh, Peter Drury about potentially whether Ezri Kanza initiated the contact and so on. For me, it doesn't matter. I think it was a penalty anyway um, because Alvarez was climbing all over him. Um, I think there was some really great work done. I can't remember who fed the ball into him. Um, it might have been Matty Cash. I can't. I wouldn't be 100% sure. But I think there was some great work done in there. And Kanza did 
Like Kanza was never getting to the ball anyway, but it just shows how smart the player is. And I spoke about him being a leader and really stepping up to the plate for Aston Villa. And and one of the reasons why I, I say that is just the confidence and the intelligence he had there to get around, get in front of the ball, shield it and be taken down. Alvarez is a stupid tackle to make from, from him. Really, really silly tackle. But we get the penalty from it and Douglas Louise just plonks it in the back in the back of the net. He's a really assured penalty taker and delighted to have him because we were on shaky ground with penalty takers previously. And in the first goal, I loved it. I loved the first goal. I really did. I loved the first goal because the ball goes out to Zaniolo. He he doesn't try and beat his man. He slows it down. Watkins makes a run to him, peels back around, takes a defender or, or, or takes a defender away from Zaniolo's uh, path. He just makes that little shift into the left towards the towards the touchline, cuts it back to to Ollie Watkins, albeit it gets a deflection there. And then Ollie Watkins obviously gets a shout from Douglas Louise with a beautiful reverse pass. Didn't look the prettiest pass, but it was a perfect pass, and it was one that he needed to make because he didn't have many options and it would have been a sin to chip it into the back post to jam again so what he does is he plays that little lovely reverse pass and Dougie Louise smashes it into the bottom corner with the help of uh, Ariola's hands but there was no stopping it it was a hot one and it was a warm burner and it was everything that it needed to be to get to to get it past Ariola's hands into the back of the net and that set the tone after 30 minutes Villa were in the ascendancy at that stage. We were peppering their goal with shots. Zaniola had one that probably cleared the whole end, but that's okay. Uh, we were peppering their goal with shots. Watkins was unlucky with uh, with uh, with his chance. Um, the free kick routine, as I said. Douglas Louise having one saved. So we were there. We were the aggressors in this game throughout the whole game. And we've got to adjust desserts with that, with that goal on 30 minutes. Still nervy situation until we got the penalty. But after we scored the penalty, and even after they came back five minutes later with that, that jammy goal from, from Jared Bowen, I thought Villa would weather out that storm. I did because we, were, we, were, we weren't giving up chances. We weren't giving up even half chances at that stage. Uh, and Michael Antonio looked, looked largely anonymous. So that comes down to Aston Villa's plan. And with regards to that plan, I spoke about it in the, in the uh, team sheet tantrum as well. Bubukat Kamara was really good today. He would he. He won't get the, the like, you're looking up and who scored, you're looking up and sofa score, he won't get the 8-8 eight, eight mark, he won't get the whatever, he, he'll he be middle of the road, he might get a 7.1, 7.2 or something like that, but I don't care, he was absolutely instrumental today, because the amount of times, the amount of ground he covered, number one, absolutely phenomenal, uh, and I'm not saying he was up in there out of the box, he wasn't box to box, what he was, was centre of the field, to the right centre back position, Covered that ground beautifully. A little triangle there, going from playing in the middle of the, in between the two centre halves to the middle of midfield to going into the right centre back position, covering there behind, um, behind John McGinn and behind and John McGinn was tucking in uh, a small bit more uh, and Diaby when Diaby came out wide. I thought he was really good. I thought he was really good today. And I've I've said it before. You're looking for definition of his position. And while that wasn't the defined position that I was I was looking for, it really worked well today. The way he worked that triangle between midfield and going going backwards uh, in in into help his defence as well. So fair play to Bubakar Kamara. It'd be I'd be remiss not to mention him because. I did have a bit of a personal spotlight on him today to see what happened, and and, and I thought he was just fantastic. Um, 
Stephen Wright says, man of the match was Conzet to my mind, but happy for Dougie. Uh, Matt Hanlon, thank you so much, Matt. Matt says, belated points for podcasters. I'm on the monster energy just at the moment. And the, I, the only reason I picked this up was because I needed to have, I was just looking for a can. I didn't have anything. So the monster, monster had to do. Um, you were worried about Dina uh, on Dina ahead, but he did well. And the West Ham attackers kept quiet. I, I agree. I think we did keep them quiet for, for the main. Um, where else are we? Uh, ba, 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 ba. Uh, da, da, sorry there. Where are we? <laughs> Jack Jack the Lad says Globe Trotters free kicks. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Ali open the ball if we need to um to get to get free kicks going. Um, I'm going to scroll down here a small little bit. Uh, Anna Grady, thank you so much, Anna Grady. Really appreciate that. Um, Rachel Insa Lewis says, when Dean is ready, I think a role will be waiting for him. I think Dean wants to keep managing first. I think Dean Smith's done with management. I think he's happy enough just to, just to, to I think he'll go into stuff like this. I think he'll go into, into an ambassadorial role potentially with the club and stuff. But I don't know. He looks like a man who's happy. He looks like a man who's happy with his lot. He's been burnt the last two positions he's had. I just, I think he's happy with his lot. Now, obviously, if a, if if an opportunity too good to come to turn down comes up, yes, he's going to take it from a managerial point of view. But I I don't see him jumping back in with two feet uh, this season anyway. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why I've got that feeling. I just have that feeling. He looks like a man who's content at the moment. I could be a hundred percent wrong with that one. Um. Where else are we? Uh, 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 yeah. Um, sorry, there. This is this brilliant podcast, and having to read the read the the comments uh, before I um, <laughs> before I read them out. Um, yeah. So I last little piece for me, I suppose, and I'm going to leave all you guys back to your your Sunday afternoon and. And hopefully you're gloating. Oh, I'm just watching Douglas Louise's goal again. It was a hot one when he hit it. Bear, it got to, gets the tiniest touch off somebody's ankle as well. As it goes through, I think it gets a touch off Agard. Uh, but we'll take that one. Um, just the last little piece on on, on, on this wonderful performance today. Um, we've a tight-knit squad. And I mean that in a lot of ways, as in we don't have a ton of players. Like we've we've 16 players outfield players realistically I suppose really at this moment in time we've two to come back I would imagine Moreno and Ramsey hopefully will be back this side of December put it that way I because I, I, I'm, I'm a bit more skeptical that Ramsey will be back in the short term but I would be hoping that Moreno will be back I'll be hoping we get news on him at the end of this week or something because there's just been nothing on him so, so far Um, but we've got a tight-knit squad and there's a lot to be said for keeping it and here's coming from the guy who'll do a scouting series on another 40 or 50 players between now and the end of January. But there's something to be said from for the trust that these players have in each other. Um, and that stems from the spine of this team. The Martinez, to Kanza, to John McGinn, to Douglas Louise, to Ollie Watkins, the guys who've been in the trenches. The guys who've had questions hurled at them. Are they good enough? Are they Premier League players? 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They fucking are. And they're really good Premier League players. And they're the backbone of this team. And so is the likes of Tyrone Mings. And so, are, as I said, the reason I said it was Jacob Ramsey is as well. It's just nice to be able to have that and to have the complement of really good players in around them as well. I swear, like I'm, I'm missing out players like Matty Cash as well as is somebody else uh, that that that's in there. But I, I think the the lightning strike here isn't just Unai Emery. It's a massive help. Don't get me wrong, and he is the massive. He is the spoon that stirs the drink. Like he is, he he is the the, the person that's making it all happen. Don't get me wrong here, but. We talk about we talk about projects and we talk about why managers and why players might want to join. And sometimes that vibe, that that uh that dressing room harmony, I think it's I think it's worth a lot. I think it's worth a lot. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because as the season goes on, you're probably going to... Like, we've already had it with, with the whole, is Tielemans looking for a way out? What's the story? We're eight games into the league. Yuri Tielemans has featured in every single Premier League football game for Aston Villa this season, unless I'm wrong. I think he's featured at some stage in every single one of them. And there was an article, he, he put an art, out an article, and he just basically clarified it. There's harmony in the dressing room. And we're going to hear that there isn't. And we're going to hear this player is going to be pissed off. We're going to hear that player is looking for a move. We're going to hear Villa are looking to move X player on, Y player on, and then somebody's disappointed with their playing time. Good. They can be disappointed with their playing time, but love playing for Aston Villa and want to do better for Aston Villa as well. So both things can be true at the same time. And I think that's very much the, the situation with the likes of the, the, the Tielemans and the Baileys. It's a difficult transition, going back to what I said previously. But the togetherness of the squad is evident. You can see it. You can even see it when you talk, when you when you read, I think Jacob Tanzel had, had who's, Greg Evans was good. Uh, at the leg was really good. Jacob is really good as well. And we're lucky to have the two. We were lucky to have had uh, one come after the other, I suppose, really. And 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 I'd love, Jacob, if you're listening, I'd love to chat to you on the podcast at some stage because uh, um, I'm really liking a lot of the tactical stuff that you're going through at the moment. Uh, he, it, it's, it's really great. But I think he had a piece out. I think it was Jacob that had a piece out that discussed that Bubakar Kamara has already has obviously bought in over the last year and he has been the one that's been helping Diaby settle in. And it's that little kindred kind of uh um shared kind of wins, that shared honor in a team sport and a team ethic. You, you don't always have it. As in teams don't always have it. It's just because you all wear the same colors doesn't mean that you have it. 
and especially when you when, when it happens and i don't want to over uh overthink it but i also don't want to to um to dismiss it either that it has a big bearing uh on the team the fact that it looks like the team is together it looks like the team gets on and it looks like that they're uh that they're that the, the the heads are all pointing in the same direction if that makes sense which is really really great to see I'm sorry Paddy couldn't be on a bit more because I feel like I've rambled a small bit here and I've uh, 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 for one one reason or another. Uh, I'm delighted 411 of you guys uh, joined. Uh, if you aren't subscribed to the podcast already, please do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. Please give us a thumbs up on your way out. Costs you nothing just to click the thumbs up. If you're able to comment, you're able to click the thumbs up as well. Please, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you're not subscribed already, please hit the subscribe button. We do this three times a week minimum. Um, and most likely we will be doing it more than three times a week now with, with, with uh, Europa League football. We'll probably be doing it seven or eight times a week uh, at this rate. We also have uh, a review of the WSL last yesterday today as well paddy and Stephen have have a podcast done that will be going out tomorrow morning as well if anybody is interested in that but just a final word on this today embrace it like it love it hey puff your chest out have an extra point tonight and just be happy that villa are beating west ham 4-1 we've got the unai emery gets rid of hoodoos he gets rid of jinxes he gets rid of curses he gets rid of gets rid of bad streaks He's done it again today. Tom Cleverley, you can sit back down. You aren't the last man to score a winning goal for Aston Villa anymore. Uh, Villa have gotten three winning goals today uh, against the West Ham team. And Unai Emery has got his team spot on. And the team are absolutely humming. So with that in mind, everybody, we'll see you back again for a pre-match show for Alkmaar. Um, coming up this week I hope you all have a fantastic evening puff out that chest as I said and uh, Aston Villa are on a roll and long may it continue so until next time everybody hope you have a fantastic evening stay safe, stay healthy and all that's left to say is up the Villa With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.